Welcome to the Morning Woods. I'm Miles Tridel, writer, producer, and narrator of this episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider writing a review and sharing the show with your friends and family. Thanks for listening. Are you some kind of artist? He asked her. The man stood in front of a photograph of an Ecuadorian mountain range. It had been torn down the middle before being framed. The walls of the woman's apartment held a few other framed images that had been vandalized similarly. It seems like you're trying to make some sort of statement with these, he said in a 360-degree gesture at the photos. She smiled shyly, letting her bangs drift over her eyes as she answered. Art evokes something from the viewer. It creates emotion. What I do is just responsive. It's... it's completely reactive. That doesn't mean it's not art, he said with a reassuring smile. Can I get you a drink? She asked. Oh, uh, I... the man stammered, clearly uncomfortable. The woman sighed, and this time she offered the reassurance. Water, milk, or tea? Don't worry, there's nothing else around. It wasn't the first time she'd brought a new friend home from an AA meeting. She was used to the initial defensiveness they displayed, and the way they always relaxed after she assured them they were in a demilitarized zone. The enemy couldn't touch them there. T. Thanks, he said as he slumped onto the couch. It was nice, probably expensive, and quite comfortable. The only flaw was a wide blue stain that ran from the center of the middle cushion down between the cracks. I bet there's a story here, he prompted while tracing the stain's edge with his finger. As she turned the burner under the kettle on, she replied, Oh, I'm afraid it's nothing too exciting. I just thought it looked too nice. He promptly removed his finger from the cushion and tried to make sense of what she had just said. He had to have heard her wrong. Before he could ask her to explain, an ornate vase on the end table caught his attention. The lip of the vase was chipped, and a crack zigged and zagged like a heart rate monitor flatlining at the bottom. Not to worry, there was no water in the damaged vessel. The flowers it held were plastic. It was actually the flowers that caught his eye first. He didn't know his fauna well, but whatever they were supposed to replicate, they were beautiful. However, each one had been snapped at the top of the stem, causing each flower to dangle lazily over the vase. She came out of the kitchen with two plain white mugs and sat on the couch beside him. When she passed him a mug, he lifted it to his nose and sniffed. Peppermint. The steam fogged over his glasses, and he laughed before removing them, setting them on his thigh. I'm useless without those stupid things, he chuckled, totally blind. Well, good thing you don't need your eyes to enjoy a cup of tea, she replied. She didn't smile. He wouldn't see it, so there was no reason to. She put a hand under his chin and turned his face toward hers. Your eyes. They're so beautiful. Oh, jeez, he laughed again. Um, I mean, thank you. Sorry, I'm working on accepting compliments better. He was officially uncomfortable. The uneasy feeling went beyond an inability to accept compliments. He was almost certain the woman was flirting with him. She wasn't traditionally very pretty, and the way she kept her apartment, so many broken and ruined things, made him nervous about her mental state. He looked up at her. Even through blurry vision, he knew she was still staring at his eyes. They're more beautiful than me. She spoke as if talking to another person in the room. Her voice was faint, and yet contained a hint of something sharp. Jealousy? She was clearly mining for compliments now, which was far worse than flirting. 
He was about to make an excuse and leave when she leaned in to kiss him on the lips. Her hand landed on his thigh and he felt his glasses press into his jeans. She must have felt them too because she immediately recoiled and began stammering apologies. Oh, I'm so sorry. They're just a little twisted. Here, let me just take them and get them back to normal for you. Oh, I'm so sorry. She disappeared, almost literally in the man's faded vision, into the kitchen with the glasses. He heard her rummaging around some drawers sounding frantic. He begged her to be careful. She found two pins in one drawer and some fast-drying glue in another. She put a dab in the center of each lens and delicately placed the dull end of each pin into the glue. Those eyes, those beautiful eyes, he heard her muttering. Uh, hey, can I get those back? I'm sure they're fine, and I really need to be going, he said as he removed himself from the stained couch. Good as new, she said cheerfully, and handed back the glasses. Be careful putting them on. He rushed to slide them onto his face. He felt a dull sensation against each pupil, followed by a sharp pain. Everything went black. His eyes, his beautiful eyes, like the photos and furniture and decorations, were ruined. If you'd like more from The Warning Woods, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash thewarningwoods. Patrons get early access to ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, exclusive downloads, and more. Do you think the music from this episode would fit a project you're working on? Patrons can download the music from each episode, license-free, for personal or professional use. Visit patreon.com slash thewarningwoods. Thank you.